Hey there. My name is Aubrey Henderson. I'm a self-worth coach and professional calm in the chaos. I believe that when you're feeling stuck in your life and you can't decide on the next right step, that getting some perspective or a pep talk from someone outside of your shoes can be an absolute game changer. This podcast is that pep talk. Every week, I'll share my responses to listener questions, real life coaching sessions, and interviews about topics that you can connect with and learn from. All things that will help you to reconnect with your own self-worth and inner goodness and vision for your life so you can feel great and get shit done. Welcome to Ask Aubrey. I'm so glad you're here. Hello, welcome, welcome, my friends. So this week we have a listener question for you. And y'all, I am freaking ready to dig into this one. I have so much to say about this topic. So I'm actually going to spare any more intro and we will just jump right into it. So this letter says, Aubrey, I love the podcast. I've been following you on Instagram for a few years now, and I love that I now also get to hear your voice as you share your wisdom with others like me. Oh, thank you. I am writing to you because I'm struggling with lying to others. I don't mean lying in the traditional sense, like making up fake stories or telling people things that aren't true just to trick or deceive them. But I really struggle when someone asks me how I'm doing to tell them the real truth even my friends and family. I give fake answers, usually saying I'm fine or even that I'm great when that couldn't be farther from the truth. I struggle with so much anxiety and depression on a daily basis and with trauma in my past. I also find myself still having trouble getting over it. So very rarely am I, quote, doing great like I tell people that I am. I don't know why I can't just tell the truth about how I'm feeling when I'm in pain or having a hard time. My friends are good people, and I know it's normal to go through ups and downs, but I can't help but feel like no one actually wants to hear about that stuff. Is this crazy? I saw you talk about this in your Instagram story, and then you shared that you'd cried on the subway, so I thought you could help me figure out why this is so hard for me and how I can figure out how to be more truthful with others in my life. Thanks in advance. Oh, pumpkin. Okay. So first of all, I just want to say I I could have written this letter. Literally, th- that is how much I connect with this material here. So, you know, this could have been me. I relate to all of this to a T, every single word of it. And I say that because, and I've said this before with other things folks have written about, but, you know, this one I think even more so, I feel like this is really, really, really normal and common. Um, this is, I feel like this is the way most people operate. And that's not to say that, you know, I think it's great that you want to change this. I think that's okay. I think it's it's wonderful to want to show up as more authentic. And so is it normal? Yes. And is it okay to want to change it? Yes, of course. But, you know, you kind of, you use some harsh terminology in your in your letter. You ask, you know, is this crazy? And no, I don't think it's crazy. I think, you know, that what your thought processes around this makes total sense to me. And maybe it's just because I'm going through it, but I've talked to folks about this. This is a very, very common experience. And so, you know, I we're going to dig into this. We're going to dig into ways that you can show up as more authentic, that, you know, 
change this in the ways that you say you want to do. But first, like, I just would ask that you please just like give yourself a break. Um, What you're going through is normal and okay. And so, you know, like for me personally, I have to think, you know, am I making an effort to be more honest in what I share and making an effort to like share the hard stuff too, not just the good stuff, not just the highlights? Yes, absolutely I am. But also, if you're someone who interacts with me in person and you you cross paths with me in real life and you ask, hey, Aubrey, how are you doing? 9.5 times out of 10, my response is going to be something like, oh, hey, I'm just living the dream or like, I'm doing great. And y'all like, <laughs> I guess sometimes that's true, but like a lot of the time it's fucking not true. It's decidedly untrue. And so literally, as I mean, as I record this podcast right now, I very recently like as in, in the last 20 minutes just finished like actually ugly crying like heaving sobbing snotty crying about like a dozen different things going on in my life that feel shitty and now I'm here re- recording a podcast for you and so you know there there are different things going on in my life that are distinctly not okay and where I am carrying hurt around with me every day and this is true really at a lot of points in my life but you know, right now, like I have a lot of shit going on. And still, when people ask me how I'm doing, I say shit like, oh, live in the dream or, you know, like, hey, I can't complain. How are you immediately turning it back to the other person? And like, you, this is fucking bullshit, you guys. It's it's not I mean, it's not honest. And for some people, they don't want to share their entire life story. And for me, like, if, you know, if I'm at work and I'm passing a, an acquaintance at my office and they're like, hey, how are you doing? I'm not going to like burst into blubbery tears and say like, you know, I'm really sad because X, Y, Z thing with my kids. But like if my best friend at brunch asks me how I'm doing and I am like, you know, saying like, oh, everything's like pretty things are pretty good when they're not like that's shitty. At least to me, it feels shitty. And it sounds like to this letter writer, it feels shitty too. And so I get where this person is coming from when they say that they feel like they're lying. I mean, I do too. Um, I guess I don't, you know, like I said, I don't think it's that bad because I think we all do it. I think there are, you know, different social settings call for different things. We have different levels of vulnerable that we want to get with some people. So I'm not saying like you have to be totally transparent with like, your boss or, you know, the barista that you interact with once for 30 seconds. But like we've been we've been socialized to do this too, even with people that we're close with. It's like how much how often do we have that like very automated kind of response that somebody asks us, how are you doing? And we like we have the response almost subconsciously. And sometimes we have to go back and correct. So like have you ever had the experience of somebody says like, hey, how are you? And you're like, I'm good. How are you? And then it comes out of your mouth and you're like, wait, I'm not good. I'm terrible. Like, I'm actively crying right now. I feel like shit. But like we we automatically say, I'm doing good. And it's just so socialized. It's so ingrained how those interactions are going to go. And so, you know, for that reason, like, of course, of course, this is what we're doing. And so when the letter writer says they feel like, quote, you know, no one actually wants to hear that like how you're really doing. I think we've been socialized to believe that that's true. Yes, I think we absolutely have been taught that that's true over time. But I actually believe that it's false. And so I'll tell you, you know, why for both. So first, I like I think we've been made to believe that it's true. And especially 
for my all my people pleasers out there. And if, you know, you're like, oh, I'm not sure if I'm a people pleaser, go back one episode to episode 14. I talk all about how to know if you're a people pleaser. But, you know, for anyone who has been a people pleaser, dealt with people pleasing at any point in their life, we want to make other people feel good. We want to hear about other people's problems and help to fix them and be the safe refuge and safe zone. You know, we want to be low maintenance ourselves so people will keep us around. So we don't want to be the ones that have problems. And Lord Jesus, we don't want to have, you know, other people have to help us kind of carry our problems and cope with our problems and support us in our problems. God, no. Because what if they reject us? You know, like what if I what if I share with somebody what I'm going through and they see how, you know, messed up I really am? If I, you know, am honest with someone about what I'm going through and they see that like I'm not a perfect easy person without needs and without pain and then my jig is up and they have found me out and then they run and they never come back. And so kind of, you know, up against that kind of fear, then no, it's easier to just kind of like be chill and easy breezy and let the other person's stuff, like let their stuff be center stage. How can I help them with their problems? And they ask how I'm doing and I'm living the dream. It's not real. That is not real. But here's why I think that this is actual bullshit. So I actually don't think people are going to run for the most part when you're sharing how you're really doing. I think when we share how we're really doing, we show people who we actually are. We are kind of pulling back that curtain on this like fake veneer that we've put up and we're showing people who we actually are. We're creating these moments for genuine connection. And like, sure, are there going to be folks who see our pain and our, you know, hard stuff we're dealing with and they're going to run away because it's not for them or because they don't want to deal with it or, you know, what, for whatever reason or because it just doesn't gel with them? Yes, sure. And like, is that sometimes going to be painful? Yeah, probably it is. But like, listen, like those, to me, babe, those aren't your people. And, you know, I, and, you know, I think there's kind of a, way to view this that's an active choice that you have to make because rejection is painful. And so I'm not going to sit here and tell you, I'm not going to lie to you and say that rejection's not painful. That's bullshit too. And so somebody who you really want to stick around when you show them who, who you really are, they might run away and it's going to hurt. And I'm really sorry if that happens or has happened to you. But I also believe that the way I choose to view authenticity and being unapologetically who I am and sharing who I really am, what I've really been through, that that authenticity can actually be a really powerful tool for weeding out the people who aren't actually your people and for drawing in the folks who are. So showing people who you really are, letting them into what you're struggling with, what is hurting you, what kind of pain you're carrying around, what is weighing on you and showing that to people if folks run away that's data for you that's information does it hurt yes but those weren't your people and it it gives folks the opportunity to actually connect deeper with you to move in closer and so to see who your people actually are and so you know if I hear somebody tell me that you know, I ask somebody how they're doing and they tell me actually like I'm pretty shitty. Like I feel like crap today because I, you know, stayed up half the night, 
fighting with my significant other and so I'm tired and I'm sad and I'm angry and on top of it all I'm like kind of nauseous and I'm not sure which part to attribute the nausea to. So like somebody tells me that and I totally, for me, I totally get it. You know, I've been there. I've been in a fight with a significant other that's kept me up half the night and then the next day I go to work or to school or whatever and I feel like shit. I have that experience and I could say, you know what, me too. I have been there. I know exactly how you feel like, and then you have a touch point of when I felt that way, this is what I needed to hear. Or, you know, I wonder if that would help this person right now. When I felt that way, I just needed someone to like sit with me and be non-judgmental. I just needed someone to say that sucks. It gives you insight. It helps you to connect with somebody and it helps that person feel less alone because if they say to you, oh, I'm living the dream, then one, you can tell they feel like shit. So, you know, it's kind of fake and there's no opportunity for connection in that. And you know what? If I haven't been through that, if somebody tells me like, oh, I was up fighting with my spouse and I'm like, I've never like, you know, never stayed up half the night fighting and, you know, felt like shit the next day. Even if I haven't been there, even if I can't say me too, I've been through that. What we do have is, you know, my ability to say like, wow, like that sounds hard to hear more, to, you know, continue to create space for that person to share what that experience is like. You don't have to have been through the exact same thing as somebody to have empathy and to show care for that person. And that still creates an opportunity for connection, whether you as the person hearing them have been through it or not. So there also is a responsibility that we have as, you know, when somebody chooses to let us into what they're really experiencing, letting us into what they're really feeling, you know, an ability we have to create space for that, to nurture that, and then to encourage people to do that again, to say, yes, I'm a safe person to tell how you're really feeling. Because how we respond to that is data that that person then uses to determine, oh, am I going to be honest with this person? Or does this person get my like fake, you know, work acquaintance in the hallway answer? And so, you know, I've said this before, y'all, but like I do believe that conflict and vulnerability and authenticity and these things that feel hard and scary and, you know, inspire fear, like these things are all actually gateways to connection. And is it scary as fuck? Yes. It absolutely is because these things also all can lead to, you know, breaking down of connections. They can all lead to pain. They can lead to rejection. And so, you know, I guess we're always in a sense kind of rolling the dice. But when we we open up these possibilities and we're willing to kind of be brave and step into conflict or be brave and put ourselves out there as who we really are, then we are also putting ourselves out there for connection. And I think, we, you know, what we think we're doing when we avoid that vulnerability is that we're avoiding pain, we're saving ourselves, that we are, you know, avoiding the opportunity for someone to hurt us, that we're not letting someone have that leverage or that power over us enough to hurt us. I'm not going to show you the parts of me that feel vulnerable, the parts of me that I try to hide. I'm not going to show those to you because if you see who I really am, you're going to use it to hurt me. And that always is a possibility, right? And so that's not, I mean, I'm not saying that that's bad logic, Because it's not. It is possible to protect yourself, to live your life without ever having any vulnerability and, you know, keeping your own, quote, weaknesses hidden. That's You can do that. You can live that way. I'm saying that is a really fucking lonely way to live. Because when you you cut off the possibility for vulnerability and rejection and hurt, what you are also closing off is the possibility of real connection of, you know, authentic, 
meaningful connection and friendship and love and trust and joy. When you numb out all the bad emotions, when you cut off the possibility and block out all the possibility for for pain and for hurt and for betrayal, you also are eliminating the possibility for kind of the good, positive emotions that come on the other side of that. And so, you know, none of this means that this this type of vulnerability or honesty is easy. And so I say all of this with the caveat of like, I get it, y'all. It's fucking scary. And it's not easy. It takes a lot of practice. And so this isn't something where you just flip a switch and it all changes. And it's like, okay, I'm, tomorrow I will wake up and every time somebody asks me how I'm doing, I'm going to be totally transparent and honest and give them my real answer of how I'm really feeling deep in my soul. I think, you know, it's not like that. You have to make the intentional choice and you have to make it over and over that, you know, it's important to me to live authentically and to respond in a more honest way. And it's going to change based on the situation, right? Like I said, you're probably not going to go to your coworker, Todd, who you interact with once every two months. And, you know, he's going to ask you how you're doing when you get to work tomorrow morning. And you're not going to say, well, actually, you know, I'm like really going sorting through this trauma with my family of origin. And like also my like sex life isn't that great. Like maybe don't do that. (laughs) Read the social situation appropriately. But like, you know, also you're going to need to be mindful of that as you as you go into your conversations, whether it's with friends, with family, with people close to you you are going to make the choice to be more honest in how you respond to that how are you doing question for the letter writer specifically and really for anyone who's listening who feels moved by this. And it might be in a different situation you want to show up more honestly and authentically. But for this person, it's that like, how are you doing question. And, you know, I relate to this. And the reason this person wrote is because I'm similarly trying to just be honest when people ask what's going on with me or how I'm feeling, how I'm doing then it's fucking hard. I mean, take it from somebody who's doing it right now. Y'all, you have no idea how often people ask, hey, how are you? How you doing? How's it going? Like people ask that shit all the time. It's like 20 times a day. And so, you know, (laughs) it can be really awkward if you're kind of actively trying to change how you're responding to that because you're going to answer with automaticity at first. Like that, and it's, you know, it, it's hard to break that down. It's hard to break yourself out of a habit. And so I've also gotten to the place where I'm kind of telling people like, like I said earlier, like I'll start with my like, oh, I'm just living the dream. And then I'll have like my pause moment and be like, you know what? I'm trying not to do this thing where I give my like automatic answer. And that's what I just did. So can I try again? And mostly people are gracious and lovely and patient, even if they look at me a little bit like sideways. And I'll say, yeah, I'm doing okay, but like I felt really bummed out this weekend and so my energy is a little bit off. And largely, y'all, people appreciate this. They appreciate this kind of honesty. But the key thing here really is like you have to be patient with yourself. You have to be gentle with yourself. This isn't going to happen overnight, even if you want it to. And so maybe, you know, Maybe what you do is you start with just in your conversations with one person. So maybe your best friend or your mom or your significant other. Maybe you practice by trying to start giving them the honest answer. You know, when they ask how you're doing, if you can give them the answer that is all the way real, transparent, honest, maybe that feels safer and maybe that feels more doable 
at first and then you know when you start getting into that mode with them maybe then you expand out and you start doing that you know with a broader audience and you find ways that that feels right and good in different settings and that feels good to you but I'm telling you like people people actually do want to hear how you're really doing and you know again in the be mindful of your setting be mindful of your audience um and you know be as socially appropriate as you you know still honors who you are as a person but you know people want to hear how you're really doing and then by doing that what you're actually doing too is you're creating an environment where other people feel that they can do the same if you're sharing how you really are you're creating space for others to say oh there's more than one way I can answer that question of how are you doing and so, you know, they can show up also in addition to you showing up as who you are, they can show up as who they really are. And that really is a gift. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you loved it, please take a second to subscribe on your favorite platform, leave a rating or a review. And take a screenshot and share it on social media or with a friend who needs to hear a message like this one. I love the chance to hear from you and connect with you because it gives me the opportunity to remind you that you are worthy. Worthy of wholeness and happiness and just good things. So send me the question or the topic that's keeping you up at night or that you just want to hear more about. You can send me a voice memo at anchor.fm slash Aubrey Henderson. And I can actually include any voice memos that you send me in the show, which I think is pretty rad. Or you can send a good old-fashioned written message from my website at aubreyhenderson.com. I'll see you next time, babes.